Alright, welcome back guys. It's been a while, but uh it's your boy Eric. Sway or Deezy. And uh we're just talking right now to wrap up our thoughts on the 2021 NBA season. Uh after an amazing finals. I don't care what anybody says, those were some awesome games. Literally, I think there was only they one. There were good games, I'll give you that. Yeah, there was only what, two blowouts. Not not even two blowouts. It was one game two games that were decided by double digits, but every game was yeah. Every game really came down to the wire because even in those double digit games, the the Bucks made a couple runs to keep it somewhat. Right, close. right, right. It was it was close. It was close either way. But uh, the finals wrap up. The Milwaukee Bucks are your NBA champions for the first time in fifty years. The Greek freak Giannis Antetokounmpo wins Finals MVP. Not I'm not gonna say cementing his legacy as one of the best power forwards of all time because his career is not over, but he just basically catapulted himself into like another stratosphere of like there's like levels to this shit. Like he got a finals MVP, defensive player of the year, two MVPs, all star MVP, like this man has like some of the craziest accolades that you'll ever hear. Especially at twenty six, bro. Like this man is probably gonna go on for another ten years, another, years. at least ten years, because like there's no way he doesn't play until he's at least 36, 37. Well, his 30. idol's LeBron, so he's trying to get to that point where he can still be effective at an older age as well. I mean, he's and he's a center too, so yeah, he might just have to become a he's role like, man. He's a, yeah, he's at, a, in his older age, he's basically like a demigod at the five. But well, we'll we'll talk about that later. But. Yeah, but the the shout out the Suns for actually competing, having a great series. I know a lot of people didn't believe in them coming into the season. No one did. Yeah, literally no. I know I didn't. No one and believed in the Suns. I thought they could make the playoffs, but the for, finals, nah. For the record, no one believed the Suns except Ortis because he thought they were a top five. Suns in four if they didn't have Jay Crowder. I mean, yeah, but who do you replace Jay Crowder with? Someone who can shoot threes. <laughs> Jay, I, mean, I mean, you got to give Jay Crowder his respect. I mean, he did, he did Listen, shoot. Bro. He shot Jay well Crowder's in the game. Jay Crowder's proven one he thing was. in the last he, two years. He went to back-to-back finals, dude. Yeah. He's proven one thing in the last two years. If you, if you go to the NBA Crowder finals with Jay Crowder, you can only win two games. And that's not because of him. That's because of the star player on the team. He will not show up in the NBA finals. I mean, I'll give the Suns this, right? If we look back on it, right? Yes, the Bucks obviously took advantage of every situation and won those series. But if you think about those crazy plays that Giannis and Drew Holiday made, and obviously Chris Middleton being incredibly clutch, if they are just fringe average and like don't actually stand out and make crazy plays, the Suns win that series. And I think at that point, obviously the results, our perception of them changes because we I'm, look at them as actually... Like if Chris Paul just plays like better in game four, the Suns wouldn't go up 3-1. I agree with that, yeah. I mean, yeah, if Chris Paul doesn't have a shit um, first half and bad three quarters. It didn't even yeah. matter about the three quarters because Devin Booker was carrying them. That was the first of his 40 points. Yeah, games. but like, I mean, if. if but Devin, he didn't even show up in the fourth quarter. And going back to that, what's interesting, because I've heard about this after the game too, was a lot of people were um, not bashing Devin Booker for going off, but I think what people, what people are starting to see is that, like, just because one of your players is going off, that means. It's throwing it, it, not necessarily throwing everyone else off, but because one guy is just being dominant and like he needs the ball, that like the rest of the team isn't able to operate at like get a feel for the game or kind of you know insert themselves in a Agreed. way where they actually make an impact. Because like think of um, I remember I think it was game four that was the game where Devin Booker was going off, 
And uh, in the third quarter, it was uh, literally Devin Booker scored like I think it was like ten straight points, and then uh, it was he was matching like it was everybody on the Bucks. It was Drew Holiday, Middleton, and Giannis were like all literally matching every single basket he was making. But if you think about it, like that's not sustainable because the Phoenix Suns, like the rest of the guys on there, they're just gonna stare at Devin Booker and like yo bail us out instead of actually trying to get a feel for the game. And then when it comes fourth quarter time, it's like damn if Devin Booker isn't still literally putting up crazy crazy numbers are doing crazy ass plays and it's like what what is the rest of the roster gonna do i think i think that's a good take my i've just expanded a little bit more i just think it was an over dependency on Devin booker throughout the entire nba finals um you could clearly see that if he didn't create his own shot if he made the right play and passed it it would go to jay crowder or cam johnson or mikhail bridges and then they would miss a wide-open three, yeah. and then their confidence would come down, and then Milwaukee would score, and then they feel a sense of urgency to have to score, so Booker goes and hits mid-range, and they feel better again, but now they're more fearful of when they get that ball wide open to shoot that three. Yeah, like, I agree. Jake Crowder probably didn't have, like, a single good moment the entire series. Like, it was awful. Mikel Bridges was doing good, but... He wasn't active enough on the offensive end of the ball. Like, I think there was one point where he made, like, two or three straight shots during game five. Like, two threes and then uh, an easy layup. And then he missed a dunk and then never touched the ball for the rest of the game. Yeah, I, I yeah I see what you're saying. Because, um, I mean, there was a couple moments where Jay Crowder hit some shots at the start of the game. And you're like, all right. Jay Crowder's one of those guys, like, if he doesn't hit his first shot or at least, like, one out of his first, like, two or three then it's going to be bricks. But he didn't continue after like he usually does. But That's the thing the is, problem. well, the thing is, he hit, it, he hit like two threes. I remember, I think it was the first, I want to say it was the first quarter game. Uh, five was the one where they had the big lead or was it six? Game six. Game six was the one where they had the 16-point lead at the start. Um, no, that was game no, five. No, game five, game five, yeah. Game five, he hit like two threes at the start of the, uh, the first quarter. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't see him shoot. I mean, he probably did shoot at least two or three more times out of the box score on me right now. But he probably, I know for a fact, um, I didn't see, I didn't, I don't, I don't remember visually seeing him make another big time three the rest of the game. Because I remember seeing, he, he hit like the first one, which I think was like the, the first bucket of the game. And like at that point you were like, all right, the sun's looking like they, um, they got, they, they're getting something going. And then um, from there it was just after that, I think they got too comfortable. Because in that game when they had the big lead, I think they basically were like, Oh, okay. I think I don't. They are a young team. I don't want to blame it all on they felt like they needed to relax, but um, because they had a big lead. But I definitely feel like at that point they probably put their foot off the gas pedal, and then um, Milwaukee just started making shots, and it literally got ugly from right there. I think there was a stretch where they outscored them like sixty to thirty six, but from the second to third quarter. I mean, so like that's pretty much dominating someone. If we're gonna be really honest about why they lost, it's. Because during those games where they had a chance to take a 3-1, 3-2 lead, games of 4 and 5, they were just losing the ball like crazy in crunch time. Yeah. Like, like Devin Booker yeah, in game Devin 5. Devin Booker and Chris Paul, both of them. No, no, no. Chris hold Paul on, hold on. Now, this is games. where the, I hold stopped on, the suck fest Let me finish. Of Devin Booker. There was a three-game stretch where Chris Paul had like 15 turnovers to like three assists and during the middle of the NBA Finals. Like, yeah. and he's your lead ball handler. I think the biggest thing from I could take away uh, before you before I uh, let you go, um, the biggest thing I could take away from that from the the entirety of like most of the fourth quarters in the whole series is Milwaukee made every 
clutch play when it mattered. Shout Especially out to those the four straight plays. Yeah, like I, 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 we can get into Middleton later, but I definitely think that Milwaukee literally made all the important clutch plays in in those last four games. Obviously, yeah. that pretty much determined the whole series. Yeah, d- decision making was easily the biggest factor in the series. Giannis made damn near every correct decision throughout the entire series, yeah. while your top five Hall of Fame point guard wasn't wasn't what we're used to seeing. He, or are we used to seeing him? Because I mean, he wants to blame that. He, I'm not gonna say he wants to blame the hand injury, but apparently he has a hand injury. Yeah, he's had a he's he been a injured injury. throughout the whole playoffs. Yeah. But he's I know he had the shoulder thing against the Lakers, yeah. obviously. But it reminds me of that LeBron hurts. cast after getting swept by the 2017. I uh, mean, they were gonna lose that finals anyways. But going back to Devin Booker, I thought he played a great. He played a lot better than I thought he would. As much as. Um, Sometimes I could say that I like to hate on Devin Booker because, you know, he wants to be like Kobe Bryant. But um, I think there was a time in Game 5 where it was the last seconds. And this is when he was going for the pull-up to go for the go-ahead score. But my problem was is that Chris Paul, that whole fourth quarter, was organizing and orchestrating them back into the game because they were down at that, at that point. But I felt like if... You got as a coach, Monty Williams has got to recognize the hot hand and put it in Chris's hands, because at that point Chris, I think was almost a hundred percent from the field. He didn't miss many shots. He probably missed probably one out of the five he took, and I felt like if if Chris was given the ball, I think it would have given a better opportunity for Devin Booker to get a better shot to maybe take a go ahead lead, but we. We, we all know that Devin Booker isn't the playmaker that Chris is, even though Chris had made those mistakes throughout the series in the previous games. I just felt like you got to recognize when your players got the hot hand. And at that moment, as much as Devin Booker had 40 points, leading, going into the fourth, he wasn't as hot as he was throughout the first three quarters. As a coach, if you recognize that, I think they, they, they would have had a better and more effective chance um, taking game five and, and tying that's that series or what was it going ahead? No, it yeah, would, would have been going yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah. But well, um, game four, I think. Yeah, was no, because they were tied two two, and then game yeah. five was the go ahead. Well, game. I think I think wasn't game four the one where Chris Paul was uh, Chris Paul played well in the fourth. No, that's no, that game was five. five. That was five. Game, five. game four is the one where Devin Booker yeah. fouled out with seven fouls. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's another thing. So. You, you give Devin Booker, you know what I mean? As much as Devin Booker had scored 40 points, there was a lot of things that he was doing that wasn't the help in the team, like you were discussing earlier, which is, I'm going to ball hog, and you guys are just going to have to follow my lead. And for well, our young team, that's hard is, to do. The thing is, when it comes to things like that, it's damned if I do, damned if I don't. Because the thing is, if he, if the team was struggling at that point, if he doesn't assert himself and score those buckets, the Suns are going to go down by like 10, 20, and then just lose the game. Yeah, I, I agree with the assertiveness, but like Giannis, like I said, what Giannis was able to do is use that assertiveness, but he also knew when to pass the ball. Like you said, decision-making was a big part of the series. If if Devin Booker was realizing where, hmm, Chris, you've been hot all fourth quarter. That's why not, not Devin you, Booker's job. Though. It's not his job, but it's got to be, you got to take part of that responsibility. Let me, let me put it you to can't you this just way. be Chris Paul's only job, bro. Let me put it to you this way. Replace Devin Booker with another prominent shooting guard. You want to say Middleton? 
let's say oh, no, 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 like a like a someone who's like a number one option on a team. Okay, so like what? You know what? Let's say, let's say put Jason Tatum, right? Okay. Just for sake, right? He's the number one scoring option on a team, right? Yeah. You're down by one. You got ten seconds to go, right? Mm-hmm. He's the best. He's the best one-on-one player on your team, so he has the best chance of creating a good shot for himself, right? For the win, correct? I don't see anything wrong with Devin Booker did. I I honestly just think Drew Holiday just made a great defensive play. Devin Booker went, got to a spot, but Drew Holiday beat him there, made a great defensive play, and then it was off to the races. All they had to do was two on one beat Chris Paul. But wasn't he wasn't hot that fourth quarter? He didn't have it that fourth quarter. But he's quarter. still your best scorer. But option. if you don't have it, at you got to wreck. That's the thing. What I'm talking about. You can score all the points you want, but but you leading into the fourth you quarter, you, you don't say, got it. You wouldn't say that if it's another great. Like LeBron could be cold all game, right? But sometimes team, he doesn't take the last shot. I agree. We've but on that. the but you know as a coach, right? You're going to put it in his hands because he's the best one-on-one player on the court, and you're going to live with whatever shot he gets. But if, you, if you're if you using LeBron as an example, we've seen time well, and time I would, again. I wouldn't use LeBron because he's a... He's a Kobe. He's a, he's a use Kobe. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah there we go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A yeah, guy who's a shoot-first guy, like, yeah, like Kobe. Yeah, Kobe would take the shot. Like, I don't care if dude's open. Correct. If I feel like I can make the shot. I'm going to take the shot. The point is, he was beating Pat Connaughton and P.J. Tucker one-on-one, getting to his spots mm-hmm. all game long, and that play just unfolded where but he wasn't Drew Holiday, rec- as a great defensive mind, just recognized the play and beat Devin Booker, Devin Booker to his spot and made a great defensive play, which ended the game. That's it. I, you can't put too much blame on that. If he's your number one scorer, I'm going to put the ball in his hands at uh, the end of the oh, game. Of course. I don't think that's debatable. He did his part as a scorer. But there's flows within the game. There's momentum that changes within the game. And the momentum was leading towards Chris handling the ball at the end of the game. But Chris was also being defended by Drew Holiday. But he he was scoring. But he wasn't getting the best out. He but he was scoring. Well, no, if you're hot, it doesn't buckets, matter who you're facing. Some of his buckets weren't really against Drew Holiday. Yeah. They were against Giannis too. They were drunk. But it's even worse. It's well, easier for a smaller guy to create space against a bigger guy. Yeah, I mean, it was a, there was a, some against Giannis, who's a defensive player of the year. There's a so you gotta you gotta recognize where the momentum is on your team and against the other well, team. My thing is my opinion. I mean, uh, yeah, like I like what I said. Like I'm gonna give Drew Holiday the benefit of the doubt on that play because he made a play that literally there's not a lot of guys in the NBA that'll have the the heads up enough to be like, oh, let me. But help what's Drew Holiday's up. reputation? Being, being one of the best defenders, yeah. But the thing is, he wasn't guarding Devin Booker one on one on that play, so it's just one of those situations just to where help a player just a player made a better play than most people would make in that situation. I mean, I, I, I'm gonna say this right when it comes down to the whole series. I think Devin Booker, um, and I don't want to harp on this too much, but I think Devin Booker played as well as someone of his caliber or someone his play style. He played as well as someone like that would play in a series. Like, I don't think you could really blame him for just how the series went. Because at the end of the day, if he doesn't show up the way he did in that series, uh, as, 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 except for, like, the last game. The last game, he wasn't good. But the first five games, if he doesn't show up and play the way he basically played throughout the first five games of that series and it's just someone that's plays average, then the Suns lose that series. And like My, I'm not I'm not debating the fact that if he didn't wasn't assertive that they wouldn't have been made it as close. My problem is is that as assertive and as successful you are in the series, you gotta also realize when the momentum isn't your way. 
his juice was up until was those first three quarters. If you're recognizing that your man is cold the fourth quarter, it's it's very rare that a man is is cold one quarter and then ends up with the game winning shot. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And you gotta recognize that it doesn't matter if he's the best. He was. You've seen that, it time and time again. He wasn't that cold in the quarter. He scored points in the quarter. He sc- but he didn't score more than Chris, who helped make it close. For it's the not game. about who scores the most buckets, though. But you, you're you're sitting here telling me that it's if it wasn't for Devin Booker this, if it wasn't for Devin Booker that, if it wasn't for Chris, it would they wouldn't even made it a close game. Great, he showed up that game. That's excellent. I'm just talking about the fourth quarter. I'm not well, talking about the fourth. in the fourth. That's, but that's where court, crunch time yeah. is. That's the difference between yeah, but winning you and losing. You have to get to crunch time, right? And who's the better ball handler, Chris or? I wouldn't debate that. But who's the be- who who has the better defender on them, Chris? I'm telling you, I'm not saying Chris wouldn't have to take the next. Chris shot. just wasn't creating good I'm, shots. I'm telling with you, I'm not saying Garden. Chris had to take the last shot. I'm saying Chris would have put him. I th- probably Devin Booker in a better position to take a better shot. You know That's what probably would happen if they gave the ball to Chris Paul? He would have gone the ball to the top of the key, then no, pass it to Devin Booker. No, we're not going to Booker. that because yeah. now it's hypothetical. Because yeah, yeah. now then we're going into hypotheticals. I'm just but Chris I do know what him make playmaking for his teammates. That's the that's exactly how he did it the entire series. So that's what I'm telling you. You're telling me that a guy who had the hot hand all fourth quarter wouldn't have found a way to make a better shot for his teammate who has 40 points in a game. Devin Booker, as much as he's good at scoring, he's not. If Drew Holiday doesn't make a great defensive play, but we're probably talking about Devin Booker hitting. You're talking about a shot, very bro. good defensive team. But so regardless, blame, you put the ball in the blame hands, a player. It's going to be an issue for another player making a great play. No one's talking Devin about Drew Booker Holiday. did exactly what he was supposed to do. He got to a spot, was about to get his shot. A great he defensive had, player just made a great heads up play that most players in the league wouldn't be, wouldn't do, wouldn't have the. IQ to possibly react to. I think this has nothing to do with Chris Paul. And and it has nothing to do with Devin Booker overcompensating for the fact that he had 40 points. It doesn't matter how many points he had. He's your best shooter and your best scorer on the team. He's proven it the entire series. you got to look for a better shot. You can't just look for the, I'm expecting Devin Booker to get it's to his shot. Go-to it's the last shot, shot of a game. It's the last shot of a game. You got to look for a better effective shot. Let me ask if you a question. So if ask, you knew, no, no, no. If you knew, if you're telling me you knew the Bucks knew that Devin Booker was going to get the ball in his hands, why not change it up? Why not go? At, it's not that I needed Chris to take the shot. Put the ball in his hands. Create a play. Make play. Play make to get Devin Booker the better shot. It's I, not. I just think the, you're disrespecting Devin Booker clearly. Because if, yeah, uh, if you place Devin Booker with Kobe Bryant, you're not going to give the ball to Derek Fisher to make a play for Kobe Bryant. Because Derek Fisher isn't Chris Paul. <laughs> Chris Paul put Chris Paul on the same team with Kobe Bryant. If you need, they you tried. Got ten seconds on the, they did, but it failed. Whatever. You got ten seconds left in the game. You're down by one. You're not giving the ball to Chris Paul. You're going to give it. You're going to give Devin it to Booker Kobe isn't Bryant. Kobe Bryant. <laughs> He's not, I mean, but this he is the Kobe well, Bryant. He's the Kobe Bryant of that team. He's the number one scoring option, and he got to his spot. Not in that fourth he quarter. He got to his spot. Not when the momentum was at its highest. I mean, he still played well in that fourth, though. He played well, man. Let's just, let's let's look at the facts. Continue though. Bring your point. He got to his spot. He got to a place where he was comfortable taking a shot, a shot that he's made the entire series long, and a great defensive player just made the play. That's it. I mean, if anything, blame the coach. Yeah, I mean, I did mention Monty Williams, but yeah, but I don't even, 
I can't even blame him for that because it's not like he was who, thinking. It's not like that's a wrong. That, that was the wrong decision. You know, putting the ball in your best player's hands. Yeah, <laughs> in the best one-on-one player's not, hands. Listen, you know what I'm saying? My thing with that whole play was, yeah, uh, they drew up a play. Uh, the the best scorer on the team got the ball, and then the best defender on the court made a play. Like it just yeah. that type of stuff just happened. There's just no one to blame on that play. If anything, it just gives credit to how great a defensive player Drew Holiday is. That's it to me. Okay. Well, I mean, we could even talk about the end, the aftermath of that play too. Why does Chris Paul foul Giannis on that alley dunk, knowing he has no chance that of wrapping him up? That man's mind is racing after what just he saw. <laughs> so, for yeah, as much as it was a stupid but foul, if you look at it, he's like almost trying to push Giannis away from the basket because like, he's trying to make sure he doesn't dunk it. But at that point, it was already too late. Like you have to recognize that. All right, after your best player. Is, is messing up the ball. He wasn't expecting that his best player he was going to fumble. didn't anything up. Another player made a great play. You got to give the fault to Devin Booker you on that don't play. don't have to. There's no one to blame on that play. If you're you the one, if I, took, to if I took Holiday, the ball away from you to end the game, whose fault is that? No one's. That you just made a great play. It depends how it happened, to be honest. And yeah. how it happened was, I think it was a rushed. He had more time than he thought he did. Is what I'm my the point I'm well, trying to get across. I mean, when Drew Holiday is coming from behind and you don't see him, I mean, you don't have that much time. <coughs> Sorry, but uh, yeah. I mean, as for the rest of the series on the Bucks, turnovers and rebounds. For what you mean? That's the biggest difference in the series. Oh yeah, turnovers, yeah, 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 turnovers and rebounds. Because like Bucks dominated on both ends. They take they the took Suns, good care of the ball and got well, better I, chance. I would say the Suns were a good three point shooting team coming into that series, obviously, but they basically didn't shoot well besides one game throughout the whole series. Well, like two games. The what the one the best game they shot they actually lost, which was uh, game five. I think they shot. I think it was like fucking sixty percent from three, something crazy, and they still lost that game. But I think I think it had more to do with just the volume of, of those shots. Like, if you don't if you shoot a high percentage, that's good. But like, if you don't shoot a lot of them, then you kind of shoot yourself in the foot when it comes to just being a jump shooter. Yeah, they didn't like take that. they didn't take a lot of three pointers to be honest, which yeah. is which I think kind of surprising. Which was kind of I think that's they were one trading thing that twos for threes with the Bucks. Well, which and that's that's basically the Bucks. Their Bucks defense is basically we don't want you to shoot threes and we don't want you to get to the hoop. Like you basically were trying to force you to shoot the mid rangers, which in the end, at the end of the day it worked because uh, obviously they won. But I, mean, um, I think Monty Williams didn't really make too much of an adjustment in the series either when it came to yeah, like I think getting out look, rebounded. Yeah, I think when we look at the gotta play bigger at, at that point. Of the who series, who else do they got that's big? Yeah, and that's where the Sarge injury. That's where the Sarge injury. Sarge hurt, but Aiden yeah. was playing majority Frank of the minutes. Frank Kaminsky was playing well when he was out there. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, we'll, we'll get into that later, but uh, when it comes to the Suns, but um, I think when we look back on this series, uh, well, yeah, we're just going to be like, I mean, Giannis put on an all-time performance. I mean, his numbers speak for themselves. Like, it's it's literally insane. Literally only what? Uh, well, he's the only guy to ever ha- average, I think it was uh, 35, 13, 35-13-5 in, pl- in, uh, in the finals ever. And he's only one of like, Really? He's like, yeah, he's like one of only like. Uh, Terry LeBron do similar numbers during the twenty seventeen. Yeah, but it wasn't thirty five, thirteen and five. That's, that's it was LeBron's was more like thirty five, ten and eight. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Ah, okay, so, but um, 
Yeah, I mean, when you have when you, when when we say your numbers are in the same conversation as LeBron, then it's like now we're talking about some crazy stuff. So I think uh, with this with this win, I think Giannis has cemented himself as right now a top five NBA player. I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, he was already top five. but I mean, I don't know if he was top five before this series. Like, at least, absolutely not. Yeah, I, like I mean, it was debatable because I mean, the top four guys are the top four guys, but then like I would say like five to like nine, you could kind of like jumble them up depending on what you prefer. But I think right now Giannis has definitely put himself in top five. Like, it, the top five guys to me are literally it's just uh, you can put place them however you want them, but it's basically LeBron, KD, Steph, Kawhi, and Giannis. In my opinion, like it's those five guys, and then everyone after that. Like I would say the the six through six through ten or eleven. Like they're 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 obviously really really good. They're superstars, but. I think they're just not at that level where it's like this. This is like all time great territory where these guys are at. Um, I believe. Do Do we talk about the totality of the playoffs, or are we just talking about? Well, right now we're just talking about the finals and Giannis. Where okay, so Giannis, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not the biggest fan of Giannis. More so, after how close. Well, I'll give him this. The, he did what he had to do, and and he played who he played against. You can't choose who you play. You play who you play. Whoever's in front of you, you play. And when he played, he dominated. And that's the respect that I have for Giannis, that he made me earn his... Well, I had to earn his respect at, at almost because he just... He played at a level that I wasn't sure that he could play. But then I begin to realize that maybe you can play at that level when... A lot of the superstars are injured. But I have to give Giannis his credit. He got the job done. And um, he's not... I don't. I, you can argue he's a top five player. Because, uh, you know, when you average 35, 13, and, and, and 5, he, the numbers speak for themselves. And um, he, made, he honestly made me a, a, a slight fan at the end of this, this playoff run. So... Props to Giannis, for sure. I'm still thinking I. Well, I I guess I guess I'll say Giannis is top five. But I so I don't in my heart of hearts, even after everything he's done, I still don't believe. That he is better than James Harden. And, okay, you know what? It, when it comes down to that, I see why people say that. But I think the biggest reason why people say that is because of play style. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how the ball goes in the hoop. The only thing that matters is the ball going in the hoop. But for me specifically, it's not. it has nothing to do with the play style. I agree. For me, it's just... if certain, To win an NBA championship in this league... You gotta have some lucky breaks or absolutely, along the way. yeah. That's everyone, and he had and a I lot. Feel of like, them. yeah, I but feel that's like, every champion, every champion. But he had a lot, and it's not. It wasn't. It wasn't every. There's I guess, levels to sorry, it. I get it. There's I get a it. lot of breaks. I get it, buddy. I get it. But all I'm saying is, if a couple years ago, one or two things go differently in that 2018 Western Conference Finals, we could be talking about James Harden as a Finals MVP and an NBA champion right now, and he would have been doing it. With Mike D'Antoni and Chris Paul, his way, the way that people said that he could never win it. 
Okay. You know I what I'm saying? I see that, but... And if you, let's say, but, hypothetically speaking, if he had those accolades, and even if Giannis does what he does now, yeah, but do you still put Giannis is Chris above Paul James better Harden? than any teammate that that Chris Paul that Chris Paul that James Harden didn't win with is that better than anybody on the Bucks besides Giannis? Besides Giannis, yeah, oh yeah, of course. But right. if you go down the list of the series, then the next best players in the entire series are all on the Bucks. Um, I wouldn't agree with that. I Drew mean, Holiday, Chris, after after Chris, so you go. Well, I mean, I would say let's say Chris Clint, Middleton and Drew Holiday, yes. But after that, you could Clint Capella. So Eric, Clint, Eric Clint Capella's better is better than Brooke Lopez. Oh yeah, not even close. Yeah, now, even, now. Yeah, no, then too. Then yes, absolutely. Are you serious? Come on, bro. Are you serious right now? Listen, bro. I think it's just an opinion. I don't. I listen, don't. Understand. If listen, if you go back. That series that the Bucks lost against the Raptors, right? Mm-hmm. Literally everybody in that series was bad for the Raptors. If you if Chris Middleton averaged thirteen points a game in that series, in six games, that's really fucking awful. Brook Lopez had like one good game. I think that was like game one in that series. Yeah, but the Pascal Siakam there. also played great. Fred Van Fleet. Yeah, no, but amazing. this is what I'm saying. Like, you know if you, if we look back on that. Then those guys at that time were just not that good. I agree, but like, here's the thing with Chris. Brook Lopez was almost unplayable in the series if it wasn't for how good it was, how good of the rim protector he was. Because he was getting played off, he was getting played off the court for most of the series. That's why they had Bobby Portis in there a lot. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But my my th- my thing is that he that those that 2018 Rockets team was that was a whole system built around mostly James Harden and Chris yeah. Paul. Well, I agree Chris Paul is a, a better second option than Chris Middleton or Drew Holiday is. Mm-hmm. That Bucks team is way better with those two than if Giannis just had Chris Paul. Agreed, yeah, but every team is constructed differently. I mean, you can't just put one guy on another. I agree. I agree. I agree, but what I'm but listen to what I'm saying. I'm saying you can't you can't just say after the way Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday played that that um, Chris Paul that if you just add Chris Paul to that team and you build it around Giannis and Chris Paul that they're gonna get the same results because I, I think mean, this I Bucks team you. this Bucks team was perfectly constructed around Giannis and it also they took advantage of like they played with the exception of Drew Holiday they mostly played together for a couple years now and it's been mostly the same core so everyone knows their role on that team. Okay, you know what I'm saying. But, but how would this? How would you feel that James Harden is better right now? Why would you say that? I I honestly think that James Harden has done more with less than Giannis but, and gone in further. But I'm talking about right honest. now though. That was two years ago. I'm talking about right now. Yeah. So that's the dilemma. I mean, even I'm not if talking we go about all talk time. About reality, I'm not talking about only... all time. Obviously, James Harden is better than Giannis all time. That's not a that's not but a debate. I guess. I guess not my point is my point is, is how am I how how am I supposed to give someone how am I supposed to put someone ahead of someone else, especially if that comparing both of them if one person was injured. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Just because that person had further success. Then that person that at one postseason run, does that really make that person well, we're better? We're talking about like, right now, right? But I'm saying, like, let's go, let's rewind time. Let's go back to 2017. At the end of 2017, at the end of 2017, was KD better than LeBron? At that time, no. But we're not. We weren't debating. That's but not I'm not. I'm not using 
the, the pass. Mark, I'm just the thing using is, the mark just because was, Giannis the got to the there, though. Just because Giannis got to the finish line, right? Does that really make him better than those other players? Because of the way he did it, yeah. But what, which way did he do it? He did it with two other all stars. Literally, the what the knock on him coming into the season was. Let's see him do it when it matters in the playoffs. Okay. We know he can get it done in the in the play in the regular season. He's won those MVPs. Now let's see if he can put up these numbers and actually lead his team to the finals. And what did he do? He did just that. He led his team to the finals. He won the finals, and he put up those crazy numbers. Can we use context? Yeah, but the thing was, did he not do what people wanted him to no, do? No, and that's I'm not debating that fact. But you also got to understand that, like Orta said during that run. He had a healthy team throughout the whole way, right? So DiVincenzo was hurt. DiVincenzo was hurt. His starting shooter. Ortis doesn't believe... Starting could, shooting guard. Starting shooting guard. Ortis, you can, you, can, you can say how you feel about that, but... Literally shorten your rotation. I honestly, I don't, I don't necessarily. They had to play Jeff T. I don't necessarily agree that. All I'm Harden, saying is that this is the Milwaukee Bucks, not the Villanova. I don't, I don't, I don't think. I think I disagree with the fact that Harden is better than Giannis because I believe. I mean, bro, he scored fifty points in the finals. Game. Like, what do you want him to do now? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what more but he can do to prove. You're, I mean, this is coming from like, somebody that hated him. Yeah, like so I'm not saying I'm he's not, better than Steph Curry. I'm not because he's not. I'm not saying. He's I better think he's I'm not saying this. I'm not saying this as a knock on Giannis. I just don't think. But why I would think, you? Why would you put James Harden above Giannis? Like, explain to me why. No, no, I, I didn't say I did though. You That's did say you I thought said, you thought I said in my heart of heart I said in my heart of hearts I still don't truly believe that Giannis is better than James Harden but after after what he did this year and obviously what happened to James Harden and everything right now there's no other choice but to put him above him but if I ask myself like Listen. a heart to heart question as a true NBA, as an NBA fan I don't I just don't believe that Okay, you know, and this is my thing, right? Let's say next year. Let's say next year the the Nets are fully, are fully healthy, and they're in the playoffs next year, and the Nets are gonna win, in my opinion. Um, in that situation, if Giannis still plays well and puts up numbers, I'm not gonna. I'm still feel like he's better than James Harden. It's just not his fault so that if, he ran into a completely. So if James team. Harden goes goes off and this right this and this wins season? finals MVP and has an amazing has an amazing uh, NBA finals with the Brooklyn Nets. Well, if he has a, if he has an amazing finals at that point, and he proves everyone wrong about what people think about him, because the thing about James Harden, the knock on him has always been, when it comes playoff time, he does shrink. Look at his numbers over and over and over. You see his turnovers get way I, higher, and his shooting percentage I gets agree. way lower. And it does happen even when he does have a little better teammates, but most of those Rockets teams would definitely not go as far as they did without him. I agree with you there, but when I look at it today. I, I don't think anybody can take away the title that Giannis right now no he's catapulted sure. himself into that category. I think top. There's five. no asterisks in the NBA's. There's no asterisks for any titles. You either win or you lose. It doesn't exactly. Matter. Okay. I'm glad there's any asterisks. It's the Lakers. No. Yeah. No. 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 Obviously, I joke around about the bullshit, but they won. They won. Yeah, they won. You, you either win or you lose. It doesn't matter. Okay. Yes, there is no asterisk. That's good. That's good. But um. I don't. I don't. I still don't. Dis- I still don't agree with the fact. Giannis is definitely the better player. According I agree. To- you have to rank him ahead of James yeah, Harden yeah, right yeah. now. I mean, 
But that's the great thing about the NBA rankings. It's it's a very fluid situation. I mean, it's not a real thing. Like yeah. at the end of the day, you either win or you lose. It doesn't matter where you rank a guy. Yeah. It's just for the sake of. Yeah. I I, I think it, it matters a little bit because that's how that's how we determine errors in the NBA. Yes you know and no, but at the end of the day, I th- for these guys, it doesn't matter. It's all about winning or losing. So I I agree. That's part of it. Because think about think about it this but way. But being like, the best player in your era. Usually the best player in that era than the more ranked player in that era also wins most of the championships in that era, you know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, I see that, yeah. But I think um, when it comes to the honest stuff, yeah, that's how I feel, where I think right now he's... I know a lot of people are saying he's the best player in the NBA. I don't know if i go that far. I see why people say it. I mean, I'm, I, I just wouldn't go that far right now. I, I know people love to overreact in the moment, but I think he's definitely earned the right for... I think people... Anybody who feels like he's not that guy anymore... Or anybody who still feels like he's not that guy at this moment is just literally just hating on him. Because at this point, it, there's literally nothing that he didn't prove in this finals. Because I know people were going to be like, the teams were hurt and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, he still performed. And that's all you ask from a guy. It doesn't matter if the rest of his team doesn't perform. As long as he still performs, then you can't hate on him. I'll say this. Heading into the new season, you could make a, you could make a good argument that he is the best player in the world. With how LeBron ended his season, with Kawhi's injury, with Steph not being able to play in the playoffs. I mean, I'd with K- with him beating KD. Even I'll still though KD those, was well, the thing is, team. KD still put up insane numbers. He did. So, like, but Giannis I, I ultimately won the series. I agree with you there, and he did make the he did make a couple more plays down the stretch in that game seven that KD didn't. Mm-hmm. But KD was basically playing with a bunch of bums and a one-legged James Harden, so I can't. I I agree, but since we we're not counting those injuries, it, that's what it seems like. You right? know what I'm saying? It's just hey, KD caught a bad break and Giannis caught a good break. Yeah, you know, that's I mean that's, that's how that's it just went. Life. That's just that's, that's just life. how the playoffs are. Yeah. NBA. and this was always going to happen with a shortened season where you have so many back-to-backs. So injuries are just part of the game. But with all that he's accomplished this year and all that he did. And the image of the general public, he's the best player in the world heading into the new season. I'm not mad at that. I just wouldn't agree with that. Yeah, I don't agree he's the best player, but he's he's definitely top 10, top 5. Okay. I think for a lot of people, it's just easier to accept. To be honest, if you don't think of him as like a forward, like a traditional forward like KD or LeBron... Yeah. If you just I don't think look of at him, him that way, though. I know you don't look at him, but I'm saying just the yeah, general just public. If you look at him that, yeah. as a center, then you then all of a sudden everything he does, it's like, oh my god, that's he's just amazing. an athletic ass big man. That's yeah. really what it comes down to. It's just like people aren't used to seeing that type of stuff, so they're yeah. just like, I don't know what, I don't know how to feel about it. Because we, it's it's kind of weird now that I think about it, but we think of forwards almost as like just a little bit bigger guards in this league. Yeah. And it's just like when the fact is most of these forwards are as big as centers in this league. So nowadays, yeah, we need to start treating some of these bigger people as what they actually are. You know, centers. Like imagine, imagine with everything KD does, if you thought of him as a center, how much more amazing is that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, people would be like, we've never seen this before. I mean, we technically never really have. No, you never really have. Oh, you can say that for a lot of players in the yeah. league. Which is why when you win a championship in this league, in this current era, it's, it's a big deal. And yeah. all the praise that Giannis is getting now is well-deserved. 
And um, he made me my words for sure because I was hating on him. I was definitely hating on him, and I'm still gonna hold those injuries against him a little bit. But he's I, I can I cannot anymore say that he's not a top ten or even arguably a top five player. I don't think Absolutely. that's a bad thing, though, Sway. I don't think that I just makes feel- you. I don't think that makes you a bad fan at all. Like as long as you don't put an asterisk on the title, you could say, "Oh, he only won the title." in my opinion, because the Brooklyn Nets are injured. And you could be totally 100% factual in that situation Not just without taking credit that he still did what he had to do to win the championship. There was a yeah, because at the end of the day, like in that, let's say in that Brooklyn Nets series, in Game 7, Giannis scored 40. Like, I mean, what more do you want from Yeah, he did. He did what he was supposed to do to like, or else KD would have just blown him out by yeah. himself. So, uh, and we, we already touched on this, but the... The second biggest storyline from the season, or you could argue the biggest storyline in terms of everyone, you know, as a whole, but obviously the injuries. And yeah, I think the injuries obviously affected everything because I do think the Nets uh, would have steamrolled everyone had they been healthy, but obviously that didn't happen. And Except maybe the Clippers or Lakers. Right? Yeah, and in the, in the West, obviously the West got thrown all over the place because of injuries. Uh Obviously, I don't. I don't know. I still. I think the Suns would have beat the Lakers in that series. No, you're crazy. If everyone was healthy, no chance. And obviously, I think the Clippers would have beat the Suns in in that series. If yeah, there's no I chance. Think, the Suns I think beat if the Chris Lakers Paul healthy. plays Absolutely. at the at the level that he that we know him to play in that series, it would have been a seven game series. But I I agree with you. They didn't really have much of an answer for DeAndre Aiden, even when Anthony Davis was there. Yeah. No, I don't think the the Suns had a chance against the Lakers. If AD and, and LeBron, if just AD's healthy, if AD I mean, was when, the AD, when of, he did play, the yeah, AD they still won. did what he did. Yeah, but he when he did play, they won games. So he played multiple. I mean, games it was it was basically yeah. when he played it, it was tied. So really could go either way. Yeah, but he was also hobbled. Game. You know what I mean? They, they the the both top two players on the Lakers were weren't near hundred percent. Yes, and let's mention Chris Paul was also injured. Yeah, Chris Paul was also yeah. Chris Paul was also hurt. I mean, that's what I felt before the series. And also, Chris Paul when he hurt his his shoulder, I thought they were going to lose. Yeah, but um, the the Suns definitely came to play, and they were hot in that first in that first uh, round. Uh, I but there's no chance that I believe that the Suns would beat the Lakers had the Lakers just been a healthy team. Um, I but let's also give credit to the Suns for. Proving everyone wrong this year. Yeah, you got they, 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 you had Chris Paul who came from the Thunder. Who, who I think ESPN had them at like a .02 chance to make the playoffs <laughs> or some crazy nonsense, and he made them into a team you wanted to watch. He took James Harden to seven games, and all it took was a deflection to, to win the game. So you, I think personally for me, I, I'll give Chris Paul that top five of all time point guard. Um, yeah. title because um, sure. the things that he does to teams when he arrives to them, he just changes the whole yeah. you know, structure. Um, a, a team that I'm sure uh, the, th- the Thunder's owner, what's his name? Uh, oh, uh, the Thunder? Is, the, the uh, glasses, glasses. Oh, you mean Sam Preston? Yeah, you Sam mean the Preston. General manager. The general GM, sorry. The GM, I don't think he wanted that team to win or be as successful as they were the, the, the past year. And honestly, when, when the Suns made the move to take Chris Paul, I did not expect him to be that, you know. I didn't expect him to make them even a I also yeah, want to give the Suns credit, though, because a lot of people are putting that Chris Paul completely turned around the team around. I think we saw glimpses of, like, how good that team could be That's when they exactly went 8-0 in the bubble. 
Like that team just started mm-hmm. after like a year the or two together. Pieces? They started to come together, and th- I mean, obviously, if you replace Ricky Rubio, the Chris Paul are going to get better. But even if Ricky Rubio was there, I think they'd still be a playoff team this year. Yeah, maybe like, not get as far as they did, but you will never know that answer. Adding on top of adding on top of what you was going to say is, uh, I think like uh, looking back when I when I think about that Suns team, I know I know a lot of people are writing them off and saying they're not going to make the finals. And yeah, I agree. I don't think they're going to make the finals next year. But looking at that roster, I'm like, yo. The maturation of like the young players was like kind of like Cam Johnson and Mikael Bridges are one of the, two of the best three and D players in the league, and like those are super valuable these days. Like those guys are not going anywhere. Those guys are actually only gonna technically get better. Obviously, not like become stars, but like they're gonna get better at their role of just knocking down threes when they need to and playing defense when they need to. And like that's really all you need in the in the NBA to 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 help out the core of your team because DeAndre Ayton's still only what 22, 23. He's only going to get better. Well, better in terms of his role. Devin Booker is still only 25, like he or 24, I think. I thought he was like 26. No, he's not He's not that old. He came to the league like super young. So he's still he only like 20, 24, draft. 25. And he's going to get better. Well, he's going to get more efficient. He's already pretty efficient, but he's going to he's gonna be, just become just more comfortable with what he does and just going to be, do better. And then Chris Paul, I think... Eventually, it's going to catch up to him. I do think he's going to resign. I don't think he leaves because uh, there's no way he turns down. He's shown signs of his age a couple times. Yeah, well, exactly. three times in this playoff series. And I do think I do think they need a backup point guard because I do think campaign as well as he played in the playoffs. He's just he. I don't think he's the answer for having a guy that when Chris Paul goes down, you need a you need a ball another ball handler that can pick up the slack. So I definitely think um, that team to me is not as far away from where they want to be as much as people want to write them off because of the injuries. I agree. I feel like they're really only two or three moves away from being back where they just were, to be honest. I th- feel like they definitely need a to solidify a, a, a backup center for sure, and they also need a backup point guard. Like I don't know if you want to make campaign a backup point guard, if you want to rely on that, if you think he's going to be consistent going forward. We want to get some maybe a better veteran, but you also I think what what this series also showed and what the Clippers series frankly showed is they need a better they need a better four. They yeah. Need a four. I don't think you can have Jay Crowder in that Jay Crowder in that starting lineup he, at I the same time. I think he could be a I think Jay Crowder's better suited to come off the bench, give you good defensive minutes and shoot threes than having him in your starting lineup throughout the year. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he can be a spot starter or coming off the bench. Or he can be a starter as long as you have that forward position solidified. But you need someone that can rebound just as good as Aiden. Not just as good, but at least relatively as good as Aiden. And then who can possibly stretch the floor as well. Yeah. Because you can't have... That's the problem this day in the NBA. You can't have two bigs in the paint anymore. you got to have at least one of them be able to stretch the floor. If they had even someone like, I want to say Marcus Morris, that I think that team probably does it. To be honest, uh, or even if you just even if they a healthy Dario Saric and you insert him certain to that in that four spot in the lineup where he stretches the floor, he's despite people sleeping on him, he's also a good rebounder and a relatively decent defender. Yeah, I think he makes a good difference in that series as well. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I think, like I said, I think they're relatively close to where they want to be. Just 
just based off of uh, I think just the, the role players just kind of grew into perfectly into their role, and I think that does have something to do with Chris Paul too. So they do have a big decision though to make this summer, other than the Chris Paul decision. Oh, Mikael Bridges. Yeah, I definitely think he depending has depending on. I don't care. You want to resign? I don't, I don't, I don't care what his market value is. He's too valuable of a role player. You want to resign him, but you don't want to resign him at that expense. You know I mean, saying? it depends who's gonna pay him. Cause I mean, the market will tell you. Yeah. Hopefully, if it's not too expensive, where they can still add talent to that team, that that'll be a good thing. Cause I still think, I still think they need like a true second or third star. Cause the way the way I see it is. If DeAndre DeAndre Aiden is is uh is young still, but if, if he doesn't change his attitude, because he has a skill, if he doesn't change his attitude, I don't see them going anywhere, winning the championship. Yeah, I think he he uh he suffered. Well, he didn't suffer from it, but uh this is gonna go on to the next storyline, the next team. But I think he has sort of like that Ben Simmons issue where uh, you see the talent. You, they show flashes and you're like, yo, this guy is gonna be like, he's gonna he's gonna be really really good, but then you don't just you don't see the growth in their game where it's like, what's going on here? Like, why aren't you better than what you are? Because I see the talent. You show flashes. There's times where you look dominant, but there's times where it literally looks like you just uh, either you're just you're you're satisfied with what you are instead of wanting to get. To the next level. Yeah. I agree. If Monty needs to, like, just sit down with him and have a talk to him, like, listen, man, I don't need you to be Joel Embiid, but if you can show me that same tenacity and willingness to get better that he does, we'll be in a much better situation. Imagine if you you don't even have to run that, like, you don't have to give DeAndre Aiden, like, 20, 30 shots a game. Even if you still give him 10, 50 shots, if, if you're able to run two or three set plays through him, giving him that confidence, and he's able to actually convert. Over time, the defense is going to start recognizing, oh, if the ball goes down to eight and we got to be careful, we got to be wary of that, that just helps the spacing throughout the floor. It makes things easier for Booker, makes things easier for Bridges, makes things easier for Paul. I think his growth is the most single most important thing going forward for the Suns. Yeah, he's also young too, so he's he's got a lot to learn. If he can learn some some Hakeem post moves, or if Giannis gets some post moves, I mean, <laughs> I mean Giannis got some post moves now. But I'm talking about some yeah, post he's moves. not dominant in the yeah, post, yeah, but like he yeah. got he got skill. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you don't score 50 in the game without skill. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you don't need you don't need even Hakeem level post moves. Like if but you if can just does. develop that you know that turnover like little sky hook shot. Yeah. From either side, like you're, t- he's tall enough to against most of most of the teams he's facing. Are only have one big man on the floor, anyways, that he has to beat. So he needs to be able to take advantage of that and be a better playmaker and scorer going forward in the future. Yeah. If they have any chance, or else they need to move on. I think I think they Monty William has to do a better job after you know noticing what, how how far his team got just to uh, establish. Yeah. Who's got the bigger responsibilities next year? And I think if they can do that, I think they'll be in good shape because DeAndre in at times was the best player on the court for them when, when he was at his best. You know, the biggest threat, you know, down low. I think if they would have established more of that, they would have had a better chance in the finals. Um, but um, I think 
Yeah, they, these are these are hypotheticals. We'll see what the Suns do next year. I do think though that uh, it's going to be very very well, not as tough because like you said, Kawhi is definitely out, so they'll definitely have a shot. But um, we're just going to have to see, and hopefully the teams are all around the NBA are just healthy because I don't like seeing a playoff where a majority of the superstars are just not healthy. I think this. I think next season will be a lot better in terms of health. Mostly because the season won't be condensing. We won't have all those back-to-backs. I feel like before the bubble, they did fix the schedule to 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 a certain point where there weren't that many back-to-backs. So if they just get back to that, I think everything will be fine. And I think the best teams will rise to the top. Celtics 2023. Uh, so I think – so I want to talk on this. The most disappointing team that was healthy, because uh, you could argue the Nets were the most disappointing team because they didn't win – but the most disappointing team, because Absolutely. they were healthy, was the 76ers, in my opinion. Because they were healthy. So there's no excuse. Embiid was hurt, but he was, he was well, on he the was court. He was healthy enough to play. He was on the court, yes. He was healthy he enough was to play well, too. Even if he was 100%, I feel like the Hawks would have won that series. But yeah, they are definitely the most disappointing team. And obviously, I'm not going to put all the blame on Ben Simmons. He deserves the bulk of the blame for them being the most disappointing. But they are, in my opinion, the most disappointing this year. Um, ben Simmons... Obviously, the the whole disaster that was that series with him just playing literally terrible. And I'm a Ben Simmons defender in terms of... Uh, I definitely think he can be really good. Obviously, he hasn't shown the ability to be, uh, you know, a cornerstone guy right now because of his... He literally shit the bed in that series. But um, my biggest thing with that team is I think at this point... They kind of, the cat's out the bag, but they got to trade Simmons. I don't think, at this point, the experiment of Embiid plus Simmons, it just, it's not going to work. You don't run it back after that disaster. Just blow, like, blow that up. You got to send Simmons somewhere else. And I think, uh, I th- at this point, because his trade value is so deteriorated, I think uh, best case scenario really is maybe you get CJ McCollum back. I don't think his trade value is deteriorated at all. I actually think it went up, especially after what Giannis did. Teams learn, wow, if you actually focus on what a player does good and you build the right team around them and you give them confidence, you can win in this league if a couple things go your way. Um, I mean, the thing about that, though, is it's not like Philly didn't build the – all right, they didn't build the best version of a team around them. No. But it's not like they the didn't – The best version of the team doesn't include Joel Embiid. Yeah, but I feel like – it's not like they didn't put some some of the right pieces there. Like at, at that point, when you build the team the way they did, it's on Ben Simmons to just get better. Like, and it better doesn't always mean learning how to shoot. I agree. From ben even Simmons, if he just was better from the free throw line. Yeah, and I don't even think not all that. I think it literally comes down to his mentality about he has to be more aggressive. Cause think of that that dunk he passed out of. He's really good dunking the ball. I mean, like, why didn't he dunk the ball? Like, that's just a mental thing at that point. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not that's that doesn't come down to skill. That's just at that point you gotta. That's that's a mental thing. So it's too funny. A six ten player is um, good at dunking the he, ball. He, but, huh? but the thing is, like, he's good, he's a good finisher. No homo. He's a. I gotta cut that. He's a good finisher. Like, uh, he's he's um, he's good in the paint. Like, he's a good finisher. Like, if. If there's if there's if there's another guy in the league that's basically a freight train going down the lane, it's Ben Simmons. Like you don't want to get in that guy's way if he's going down the lane. 
But the thing is, he's he in that in that situation, he was scared to get fouled because he was so trash from the free throw line, and he just he just doesn't he um doesn't have like that mama mentality for lack of a better word, where like that 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 mental part of his game is missing, and like I you, that's something you really can't teach. That's just something that you got to find yourself. So that's my biggest thing with Ben Simmons. Like I don't know if he'll ever get to that point because I don't know if he'll ever learn. Well, I don't know if he'll ever get that. I don't know if he'll ever get that mentality where it's like, I'm not satisfied with the player I am. Like, yes, I'm good, because obviously you have to have self-esteem. I'm like, yeah, you're good. Mm-hmm. But I'm not good enough. Like, I know I can be better than this. And that doesn't mean that he has to learn how to shoot threes, because look, we just saw Giannis won a championship, but he's not a good three-point shooter. Mm-hmm. Like, Ben Simmons can be a really good if he just, you know, just becomes better at some of the stuff that he's already good at. He just has to work on his mental, really. And yes, free throws is basically just just learn how to shoot free throws better is another thing where it's like honestly yeah. that that'd be the biggest difference in his entire game. Like, I I don't even want to say this like Ben Simmons doesn't work hard. I just don't think he works hard on the obvious things. His weaknesses. Yeah, the obvious the obvious things that we it's all probably the not obvious to him though. I mean, I doubt that it's not obvious to him. <laughs> I mean, I, think I, about I truly it. If it's obvious, it's you work obvious. on it, right? It, but no. that's where I go back to the mental thing. It might be obvious to him, but he might be satisfied with the player he is. So he might be like, or he so might don't care. at that so point. For it. me, it's not obvious then because if you know what it takes for you to become a better player to help your team, but that's the thing. as a professional, you gotta do. It. But he's already he's made his money right. At this point, he's like, dude, I'm good enough to be all defensive team. I'm good enough to make a third team All NBA, maybe second team All NBA if I play better. But do I really need to work on those things, or can I just really just go by with how big and talented I am with just doing what I do? Well, he's seen those results, so and, we'll and see. We'll but see. But some of those results have given him accolades that, like, maybe some players are satisfied with that. Right, and maybe he could be one of those players that just cares about those regular season accolades. I, I don't even think it might not be a matter of him not caring. I think it's just, you know, we made fun of Marco Fultz because he had like that. Like that mental block in his game where he just couldn't shoot anymore. Yeah. What if Ben Simmons is something similar? You know, what if there's something in that Philadelphia water training staff that's just infecting these lottery picks, bro? Because when you watch images of, especially early on in his career when he was in the summer league, he was shooting mid ranges and free throws like, like it was just normal to him. Yeah. Like you could tell he had that confidence in shooting, and for whatever reason. Whether he's shooting with the wrong hand or he just doesn't have confidence in his shot, he's afraid to even attempt it in a real NBA game. We, we talked about, I think this was like at the beginning of the year, maybe it was last season, on Twitter, Twitter was trending number one. Ben Simmons took a three-pointer and he made it. He yeah, made remember, the yeah, shot. That was like a preseason game, right? I think it was a preseason game. Yeah. And I don't think he attempted a three-pointer for the rest of the year. Yeah, I remember but that. But it's yeah. like... It's like, he he doesn't have to be a great shooter. He doesn't even have to be an average shooter. Even if he shot the ball like Draymond Green, the fact that he is shooting and sometimes making it makes him enough of a threat that that team could probably get over the hump that they're not getting. Because I believe he is the major thing holding them back and also Doc Rivers not making adjustments, but that's a whole other thing. But... I, I believe he's the major, major wall in their way. Yeah, I think his, his, I think, yeah, like I said, I think it's all mental for him at this point, where I think it's, 
I don't I don't need him to become a three point like I'm not a fan of Philly fan, but I don't you don't need him to become a three point shooter. You just need him to not back down from the moment. Like yeah, at, in the fourth the fourth quarter he was unplayable because he was just not taking any shots and he was scared to he was scared to take any shots because he was scared to go to the What's free throw line. What's that saying? You miss a hundred percent of shots you don't take. Like he just needs it's it's, it's all mental for him at yeah. this point. NBA players are too good at their craft and practice too much for you not to think, wow, if I if I take this shot, I'm gonna miss. You know what I'm saying? Like you make hundreds of those shots in practice, like. If you miss whatever, you make the you'll probably make the next one. That the odds are in your favor because you practice that much, and maybe that's where his lack of confidence comes from. Maybe it is lack of practice, but if it isn't, it really he needs to go see a therapist or something, or someone really needs to talk to him. But I think his days in Philly are done if he doesn't uh, even attempt to make a change. Agreed. Okay. All right. Well. So Chris Middleton, right? Um, I know you. I know you. you you've, been, you've been feeling. You've, you've been saying this for a while. I'll give Chris Middleton his flowers. He balled the fuck out. Understatement. Yeah, understatement. He bought. Well, he not. He balled the fuck out. Like, I mean, what do you want to say? Making Middleton words by the Finals MVP of 2021. Cap. That's what that. That's what Giannis said. If that's what Giannis said, that's what I'm gonna follow. Okay. Because money making Middleton. Saved Giannis's ass so many times this playoff run. So many clutch shots and moments that people are just going to forget that didn't happen. From the beginning of round one against the, the Miami Heat, against the Nets, against... Who was the next face they, te- they faced against the Nets? The it was Hawks. The Hawks. I'll give I mean, you that series. Throughout the whole playoffs, my man established himself, I believe, as... Arguably a top fifteen player, no debate a top twenty player, and okay. you can say I can take this player. I'll take this player instead. But like, if you're gonna make the same arguments for Giannis, which is he delivered when he needed to, you gotta give the same treatment to Middleton as the second, as a, a championship second option. That's really all it comes down to. He just he made the shots when they needed to, and no one else could make those shots on those team and that team except for it wasn't Yana. It wasn't the Finals MVP that that could do that. He he would drop forty points occasionally in a series. So my thing is, you gotta put respect on Chris Middleton's name. I know he's not the prettiest superstar or or the prettiest NBA player you've ever seen, but he as as inconsistent as he can be, he managed to get the job done. And there's no shot in hell that they make it this far without this man. Especially not to mention when when Giannis was injured or when Giannis wasn't scoring 40 points. So uh, I would like to give uh, Middleton his bouquet of flowers. <laughs> not just a flower, a bouquet of them. He deserves all the praise. If you if you look at, at the, the, the championship picture, you there was somebody that was holding the, the, the championship trophy. And if you can guess who that was, and he was standing in the middle of his entire team, it was Chris Middleton. Because they knew that man was the secret hero of that team. So um, I would just like to give a round of applause for Chris Middleton. (laughs) I'm not the biggest fan of him, but he showed me that as inconsistent as you can be, 
if you get the job done when your team needs it in clutch situations, as he did time and time again, you got you got to give him his respect. And I'll finish this off by saying, I believe the way he played this season made himself a top, arguably a top fifteen player. Okay. All right, I'm gonna push back on that, but I'm gonna say this right to compensate for that. I think he cemented himself as the second most clutch player in the league. Can we look up those LeBron stats? There mean? was a there was a stat where it was I think I got it here, but say what you're gonna say. Yeah, so I think I don't think he's okay. So I do think there's 15 NBA players I would take over him that are better. I'm just being real with you, but mm-hmm. I do think Chris Middleton cemented himself as the second most clutch player in the league. Like if if my team is like if I need a bucket. To seal the deal, or if I need a bucket to get me that W, I'm giving it to Chris Middleton. I'll give you that. And and you need those shots. No, to, I absolutely, to win. absolutely, I agree with you there. But I mean, the rest of the game counts, right? Yeah, yeah, of, of course, of course. So I'll give you this. I do. I think KD is more clutch. I think that's the only player in the NBA I would take over over Chris Middleton in the clutch. But um, I definitely think that Chris Middleton right now is the second most clutch player in the league. But I do, I do think there's 15. I do think there's 15 NBA players that would take over him. I, I Top 20, I think... Um, I'll give you that. Yeah, I think top 20. Top 20 is reasonable. I don't think it's arguable as a top 20 player. I'm sorry, I can, I, can I just interrupt for a second? Yeah, go ahead, bro. I am... Uh, I'm feeling a little depressed right now because um, I thought I was sitting at a table with uh, two people who knew basketball. But apparently I'm not. Um, You said that Chris Middleton is the second most clutch player in the league. Behind Kevin, behind Kevin Durant, um, I, would take him, yes. I would like to introduce um, evidence A, one B, into uh, into the court for the judge, please. Um, there is a certain NBA player. I don't know if you know his name. His name is uh, Damien, Dame Time Lillard. I believe that's his name, if I'm okay. correct. And I believe there's another player in the league who is statistically. The most clutch player of the last decade. Statistics, statistics. Well, I mean, that's that's the only other reason we're saying Chris Middleton is the second best clutch player, right? Well, and I, mean, I believe I that that, that man that man also started a movie this summer called Space Jam: New Legacy. Okay. Um, I'm gonna be honest. With I you. believe he is the king of the NBA. Are we not? I, I believe would, goes by I, the in the clutch. James. In the clutch, if I need a bucket, I am honestly gonna take Chris Middleton over LeBron James right now. I think this is blasphemous. Right now, right now. I think that's just blasphemous. I don't know. After this, what I just saw in this playoffs, I think bro. That's just blasphemous. Every time the Bucks needed a bucket, bro. Every single time, every single time it mattered, guess who showed up? It was Chris Middleton. Like but LeBron James in that situation, he's going to do it the same thing. I agree with you that Le- LeBron James is clutch. I'm not saying he's not. But right now, what Chris Middleton showed me in these playoffs, fam, I'm saying he's probably the second most clutch player in the league, bro. Like, no bullshit. If I need the ball in the hoop. What about, and like, what, he, what, what about what he did in these playoffs, bro? Dame loses a lot, bro. That's the only <laughs> thing I'm going to say. That's not, you know I love Damian Lewis. That's, 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 that's my favorite nonsense. Like, man scored 50 you know I love, and the man stepped out of bounds, bro. Listen, I love Damian Lillard, bro. But what I'm talking about, I'm, when, I t- when I'm talking about clutch, I don't mean like the game, like, yo, it's a big game. He needs to show up. I'm talking about like, it's the fourth quarter. There's four minutes, three minutes, two minutes to go. And I got to put this game on either on ice or I got to come back and hit some big buckets to take this motherfucking lead. I think I'm gonna take Chris Middleton. I found the graphic. Okay. Most game tying or go ahead field goals 
in fourth quarter slash, slash OT in the last 25 postseasons. There's two players on this list. Can you guess who they are? LeBron James and Chris Middleton. There you go. Okay, and so they, see. So there's, they each have 15. So, like you said, if we're going to give the same praise to Giannis, for Giannis mm-hmm. to be in the same name as LeBron, who's at worst, yeah, the second that's... best player of all time, you have, he has to be in top 15. He has to be. The thing is, the, the only reason I'm it's back, not the just the scoring quarters matter though. It's not just the scoring. Chris Middleton, he, he plays some big great game. defense. I agree with you, but the thing is, there's so many times where Chris Middleton is hella sus, where he fucking shits the bed, bro. Absolutely. And like that's gotta count against him, bro. It, it counts against him until you win a championship. So when you win a championship, but he wasn't even you solidify your name. In the history books. Okay. As he did. As Giannis did. But that's why I say when clutch, like I'm talking about, he's this, in my opinion, he's the second most clutch player in the league. Like, I, like if I want a bucket, the only two guys I'm taking, like if, if there's two minutes left, three minutes, four minutes, whatever left in the game, and I need, I need to either put the game on ice or I need to score to win the game, I'm taking either Kevin Durant, right now, I'm taking either Kevin Durant or Chris Middleton in, in this, like right now. I will say this. You are both being blasphemous, by the way. I didn't say that I'm taking Chris Middleton, but I'm I'm just saying that he's he deserves to be a top fifteen player. If we're going based on how many more clutch guys no would you put over Chris, Chris Middleton though? I right mean, now. I thought Dame was a good candidate. Okay, Dame is a good candidate. I'll give Dame you Dame is a good Dame, candidate. Dame is top three, but I like Kyrie arguably is a good candidate. But LeBron. but if we're talking about recency, right now, right yes. Now if we're talking about recency. The player who who came with the most clutch buckets when needed that I can think of throughout these playoffs. I mean, I don't think you can... I think it's KD, Chris, Dame. Kawhi. Kawhi. Luka. And then Luka, yeah. You can... I think think those five... Those five, yeah. I think those five, I think... Trey. And if you're in a name of being a clutch player... And now you have a ring attached to your name as the second best option. Sometimes even the number one occasionally. Let me ask you a question. Occasionally the number one. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Towards your top 15 thing. Is uh, Chris Middleton better than Trey Young? No. There you go. And Trey Young's not even one of my top 15 players. Do you think Chris Middleton's better than Trey Young? I think he's more clutch than Trey Young. Yes or no? Just, just a yes or no question. Just because you're better one thing. I mean, I mean, Chris Milton isn't a liability on defense. That's for goddamn sure. It's a yes or no question, bro. I, I don't think Trey Young's better than Chris, Chris okay. Milton. That is absolutely blasphemous. I, you don't have to be a good listen, defensive player and a good offensive player. Sometimes bro. you do. Sometimes I if you were, if you were great. That, sometimes in the playoffs you gotta be bro, good defensive. Let me ask. Yeah, let me ask you a question. The, the same reason why we don't. We don't we don't pick at Giannis's greatness because he can't he's not a good shooter right it doesn't matter because he still drops thirty five a game okay, okay. listen let me listen finish. This, let, this let me finish is, let me just let me just okay, say yeah yeah okay I'm definitely gonna record same, on that the, yeah that's what I'm saying <laughs> the same reason the same reason you don't pick a part of his game because one part of his game is not up to par to the other part that's the same reason you can't. You can't discount Trey Young because he is so good Listen. at the things that he does that it minimizes the 
the impact that his defensive deficiency shows. The same thing for Steph. The same thing for all the great small guys in the league. Like, Kyrie's not... You wouldn't mistake Kyrie for an elite defender in this league at all. You wouldn't mistake him even for a really average defender, to be honest. Okay. I, listen, but he is still a top 15 the, great player, bro. The only reason I disagree with that 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 um comparison is because this. Shooting is one aspect of offense. Defense is one side of basketball. But but let me let me That's let me ask such you, a let, good me, point. let me ask you another question. Oh now. my god, bro. If, if bro someone, oh my god. Say, the judge wait, 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 wait. Can we repeat that again? Listen, bro. Shooting is one aspect of offense, but defense is one side of basketball. It's an entire half. It's an entire it's 50 percent of the game. I can Giannis is a good offensive player, yes or no? Yes or no? Huh? Is Giannis a good offensive player? Guy averages like 30 points a game. Okay, so yes, right? But he can't shoot. If okay. I can't play defense, I'm not good at defense. It doesn't matter. How just good, good I am at offense. Yeah. And because, if I can't play right. half of the ball, yes, that goes But let, let me ask you a question. Since you brought up a great point, yeah. shooting is one aspect of defense, right? Yeah. One aspect what, what if Steph Curry is a defender? Let me ask you a question. He's not good. I But right, right. he's but, not but, bad wait, either. Wait, he's, six, seven, six, seven, seven, wait. Wait. He's not good defender, he's right? He's better than Trey Young. I didn't say, say Trey Young was a better defender than Steph Curry. But what is one aspect of defense? Being uh, able to force turnovers. And who has consistently throughout the league been one of the top people to force turnovers this league by ways of steals? His name would be Stephen Wardell yeah, Curry. But, but we're not calling you know him was a also, That's why Curry like, is top four. You know, you know who is also in the top half of the league in forcing turnovers and steals? Trey Ice. Trey Young. Okay. And th- sure, he's not a great... Like okay, okay. standing your but way. This is, but this is but I didn't agree with him in terms of saying that Chris Middleton was better than Trey Young. I do think Trey Young's defense is what pushes him back on that list of like top twenty guys. Hundred percent agree, yeah. But I in this situation, I'm not mad that he said Chris Middleton because Chris Middleton is a very good defender. Like if you're gonna build a team, right? And you're your number one guy, you're gonna take someone like Trey Young, right? Well, if he's available, let's say that's the best guy available, you're gonna take Trey Young. But if you need a number two, you're gonna take you're gonna take Chris Middleton. But 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 when you're talking, but that's about, why I'm saying Trey Young. I think in, in yeah, overall, but it's just to his argument, play. I'm just but saying. But I'm not like, mad at him for saying that. I'm just saying if you're talking about the top it's 20, not a bad argument. If you're talking, there's 30 NBA teams in the league, right? We can all agree on that. That's a fact, right? Okay, yes. So if you're talking about the top 20 guys, right, in the league, okay. you're assuming the top 20 guys were mostly all number one options. Where we're gonna but we're mostly all number one options. Only, only I agree in the super teams make team. the playoffs. Though. I agree. I agree in the super Shit team teams era. Don't have people good, good number change things. Yeah, but you can you can just miss the playoffs and still have a really good top twenty player as your number one option on the team, right? You can make the playoffs and not have a great number one. Look at the Grizzlies. With all due respect I, to John Green, he's not a top twenty. But player. that's more about based on team. But if you're starting your team, mm-hmm. you're gonna start with Trey Young, definitely not Chris Middleton, right? Yes. Yeah. That's but, the but, only okay. argument to really make, man. Okay, listen. Yes and no. The only reason is because I'm going to take Chris Middleton over Trey Young if they were on the Bucks. But we're not talking the top 20. That has nothing to do with the Bucks. Okay, okay. Listen, we're talking about listen, the top 20 best agree, players in I the league. I agree with you that I think Trey Young is better than Chris Middleton. Yeah, but I don't but, need to hear it from you. I need to hear it from this. I'm not mad at what he's saying, though. 
But it, I get it. It doesn't make sense. Is, Help me make sense. Help no, me it, make it sense. Makes sense. Clutch shots and, and great defense. No, I don't care. I'm looking for a number one, not a number two. Bro, how? I'm looking for a number one, not a number two, you, bro. Okay, okay. Listen. I get I get what you're saying, right? But at the end of the day, it, I know it's all subjective, especially when it comes to lists and stuff. But if you're building a team, right? Wouldn't, if you're building a team, if you take Chris Middleton over Trey Young, is it the smartest decision ever? I don't know, but I'm not going to be mad at you because one thing, right? He's a good defender and he plays offense. Like, if your team's just not... But listen, just you're telling me that I'm getting Kobe Bryant occasionally? Think about it. You're no, getting yo, Kobe Bryant occasionally. Yo, rest in peace. Night, rest night. in peace. Great one. But if you ever say that in my face again, I will slap you. <laughs> he literally plays. Oh my all right, God. All right. Bro, listen, no, he's listen, giving listen, you 40 a night listen, occasionally. Yeah, I, I'll give him that. No, there's nights where, there's nights that where does, Chris you know what, you know why that like, You know why I don't care about that? Why? Because the there other are, night he's giving me five. What is he not ever letting go? Of his goddamn defense. I'll give him that, yeah. He's not an elite defender. We're not talking about Chris Defenders in all the NBA first I, We're not saying he's Kawhi no, no, Leonard. No, no, but that's, saying, that's how he's talking he's about him. He's a very good defender. He's, I don't care. If he's, he's a defender a on a championship winning team. That does not make him second top 20. Option. That does not make him top he's, 20, He's bro. top 20, okay, listen, arguably top 20. Listen, 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 is Drew Hall a top 20 player, bro? Right now, no. Then what are we talking about? What are we talking about Drew Hall? Chris Hall. Drew Holiday. I Chris said Chris Holiday. Holiday. Yes. Yeah, but historically throughout his career, right? Drew Holiday has been a very good scorer and an elite, nah, elite defender. He's, he's, been been a, he's been a, a, a solid scorer. He's been a good yeah, scorer. Like, he averaged like between 18 and 20 points a game. I That's consider that good. a good scorer. That's good. That's not Did I say score. a great scorer? I said good scorer. And when Drew... Okay. When Drew wasn't... But did I say Chris good Middleton... I, but listen, Chris Middleton is more elite on the <laughs> offensive end than Drew Holiday is. Yes, right? Yes, but Drew Holiday is more lean on defensive end than Chris Middleton is, right? Absolutely, yes. Okay, so we're, we're in 100% agreement on that, right? Yes. Drew Holiday was the number two option on the Anthony Davis Pelicans that went to the second round of the playoffs. Correct. Right? And they just happened to run into literally okay. the greatest team, team of all time. Of yeah. all time. Okay, okay. And got swept, right? Okay, yeah. So they've both proven that they can be number two options. On on a on a very good playoff team, well, right? Is, but I guess what? Drew I was on a championship well, 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 team, is, a I, third option. I can't yeah, rate that Pelicans team only because we don't know what they actually. We, we I can't rate them against. Because I agree because the they because they play the Blazers. They play the Blazers and Warriors. I agree. I agree, but they still was the second round, so have that, right? Yeah. All I'm saying is, just because he's very good on one side of the ball and decent on the other side of the ball, decent. He's very good Decent. on both sides of the ball. Okay. Very he good on both sides of the ball. Throughout the playoffs. You know, let me make this argument more simple, bro. Go on. There, you cannot name me. You cannot name. Actually, actually, actually. I can name you at minimum 20 players better than Chris Middleton, right? Yeah, okay, I don't know about 20, but uh, we can. We, okay, let's. All right. Let's well, just let's just go through it because well, I think okay, that's okay. the best way to make. My the thing is, we went through this already. If you well, are number two behind Kevin Durant, as in, we need a bucket getter in crunch time, not to just and, and it could be on a night where he actually. This where isn't he about your position on a okay. team, though. This is all I, about the individual player. That's how you rank them. They're not by the position on okay. their team. Hold up. 
Because if it was about a position on the team, then you could make an argument that Draymond should have been top 15 this entire time. Okay, okay. Not, not this What are you not talking this, about? Not, not this, this year, year, but during their run. During their run, they should have been top 15 because he was such a good top 15. But, uh, okay. Listen. I think he's top 20. I don't think he's top 15. I think he's in that... F- I think he's like 17. He's 21 to me, but all right. I mean, I'm not mad at that. But, okay. I would say, all right, LeBron, Kevin Durant, if you can count these. LeBron, Kevin uh, Durant. Steph. Steph. Kawhi. Kawhi. Giannis. Jokic. Harden. AD. Uh, Embiid. Uh, Tatum. Luka. Luka. Uh, Mitchell. Okay. Yeah. I might still take Chris. Over Mitchell, bro? Nah, yeah. Mitchell led that Jazz teams. Yeah, but Chris also occasionally okay. led that Bucks team. No, 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 do not, no, no. He occasionally, no. No, did no, he no, or no, did no, he no, not no. occasionally lead no, no, that no, Bucks team? No, yes no. or no? No, no, no. Yes, but the thing is. No, no. He is the I number one option on the number Mitchell one team in the he NBA. He has the bro. credit. I think Donovan Mitchell is, is you, he's not okay. below, he's right. not below 20. No, Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell. than Chris Middleton. Paul yes. George. Yes, oh, yeah, Paul that's George. Twelve. That's twelve. Okay. Because uh, it was ta- it was Tatum, Lucas, eleven. Yeah. Paul Mitchell, George. Twelve. Is... Paul George, thirteen. No, I'm not putting. Mitchell All right, at 12. we'll just say Paul George, twelve. We'll, we'll, we'll leave that for later. You're saying Donovan. Just, I I think Donovan Mitchell's better, but just we'll just leave that for later. All right. Um, Chris Paul. Chris Middleton played better than Chris Paul this playoffs. He played better in the finals. He didn't play better in the playoffs. Chris Paul in the whole playoffs as a whole, you know he balled out. But he didn't have a great finals, but he balled out throughout the rest of the playoffs. Because he was amazing in that Nugget series. In that Nugget series, I mean... He was still amazing in that Nugget series. That was one series. That was one series. And he was great in the Lakers series. He wasn't amazing, but he, he was good. He didn't play for some of those games. He was good when he played. But if you if you weren't able to play, that don't count. Same that, thing for Chris Mountain. He didn't even show up some games, bro. But he played his ass off. When he did, when he did have the hot Listen, hand, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. He averaged twenty points throughout the whole playoffs. Jalen Brown. That the, what number is this? That's thirteen. Wait, we seeing? Are we really saying Chris Paul is not thirteen? We're just gonna leave that for now, okay? We'll come back to Chris Paul. I don't know, bro. We're Bradley Beal. Uh, okay. Bradley Beal. We're at 13. Bradley Beal. No, he, Chris Mill. I'll take Chris Milton. Well, for Bradley Beal. He plays good defense. Nah, I don't agree with that one, bro. Listen, bro. That one, that one's, that one's all uh, you. Jimmy Butler. He's better than Jimmy Butler. No, you... I can't continue. This. <laughs> we're talking about recency. Hold on. Hold on. We're talking hold on. about recency. We have to get to the root of this. If we're we gonna to talk to season, about Giannis in the same light, we have no, to give Chris no. Middleton the listen, same listen thing. To me. Listen, we can't listen just to me, change and the conversation this, when it's a player that you the like. The whole reason. The whole reason. Right? Yes or no? This is we can't change no. the conversation. No, no. You can't. Do the that. whole reason this is happening is because he wants to discredit Giannis onto the Kumpo, bro. Admit it right now. He's a top five player. You are trying to uplift Chris Middleton by dragging. Down Giannis, bro. He's a top no, five you player. you are doing this. But no, when no, you... Because you want to take credit from Giannis, bro. When That's you are doing, the second bro. best player in the entire final series, you got to get that credit. It really comes down to that. He was better than Chris Paul. He was better... He wasn't better than Devin... No, he was the third best player because Devin Booker was better. So, are you going to take Devin Booker over Chris Middleton? No. Why not? You just said that he played better. No, I, I corrected myself. I said he, he was the third best player in that series. Who? 
This this past finals. Who who was the third best player? Chris Middleton. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Are you taking Devin Booker over Chris Middleton? No. Why not? You just said that. Devin Booker. I just told you I corrected myself. Corrected yourself for what? I said I said he was the second player, but then when I thought about that. Okay, Booker, but why are you, why wouldn't you take Devin Booker over Chris Middleton then? Devin Booker's better. Okay, that's what I asked you. Okay, so, so that's fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. We didn't even agree on thirteen yet. Because this dude said no to everyone. No, he said Chris Paul. I mean, he said um, uh, Paul George. Paul George was twelve. No, wasn't he? 10? All right, the no, eleven. It's not the eleven because you went Tatum ten, so it was Luca. Paul sure. George. You put Mitchell. I'm not putting Mitchell at twelve. Paul George is better. Paul 12. George. Thirteen. Devin Booker is thirteen Devin because Booker. that's the only other person okay. we can agree on. Wait, so you think Devin Booker is better than Donovan Mitchell though? I mean, bro. I'm talking about recency, right? Are we talking about recency? Can I just add he a caveat to this? Lee, if you're going to give the praise that you gave Devin Booker earlier okay, today, okay, okay. you got to give him that catapult, bro. Right, you can't keep right, changing right, that. All right. You Can guys keep doing ca- that. Hold you guys on, hold change on. it. Let me, let me speak for a second. You guys change it. Let me speak it. for a second. If you're going to say that, you're literally taking away credit from Donovan Mitchell, who led his team to the best to record the second, in the NBA. To the, the best round again. The best record in the NBA, the National he, Basketball Association, he, with no okay, other all-star if, if on his team. If we think about that series, though, wouldn't you blame that series on Gobert? Because you know Gobert literally played terrible in that series when it mattered. Listen, bro. All I know is that... An injured Donovan Mitchell carried him to the second round, bro. Bro, he's been to the second round. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't play for weeks he's, before the play hey, started. Hey, bro. Bro. All right. And this is my thing about the whole injury thing. If if you're not healthy, you you gotta get points taken off. If you gotta get points. If we're gonna consider Giannis as a top five player, even though he went through a, a playoff series where a lot of people were injured, we can't just be like, oh, but he was hurt. If you're hurt, you're hurt. Recency. All right, you're off the list. Jimmy Butler, hurt all season. Yes, when he's healthy. When he was hurt for a lot of the season this year. He played a lot of games, bro. He was was out for a while. But I'm saying, if you're hurt, and you're going to still give credit to Giannis for winning a championship in a playoffs where a lot of people were hurt i don't want to hear that oh but he was hurt so he's 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 gotta be he if you're available availability has gotta matter and if we're talking about just made my point this whole thing is just an argument to discredit Giannis Antetokounmpo we just have to keep the same energy bro but you're not keeping the same energy bro what are you talking about you're literally denying that you're trying to take credit away from this man by lifting a bum bro Okay, he's not a bum, but he's definitely not. You're the only one biased here. I'm just saying, whoever's available has to get put in that spot. How is you can't put a person in that spot if they were hurt? Chris Paul, All NBA first team, and not a top fifteen player. Bro, we're talking about the playoffs, man. Bro, you're crazy. Chris Paul is better. I don't don't think that one's the. We're talking about the playoffs. No, I'm talking about in total. I didn't say top fifteen. Man, okay, in total, whatever. But we're talking about the NBA right now. My my thing is. When I'm talking about these players, I'm talking about in the bubble of the playoffs. The playoffs, who showed up and who didn't show up. My favorite player, LeBron James, didn't show up. Another favorite player of mine, AD, did not show up. They're not, you know what I mean? Like, you Yeah, got, but you wouldn't say those guys aren't top 10, top 12. Right, right. But you also, but when we're getting into the teens, it's like, 
that stuff's got to matter. That stuff's got to matter because are, well, are we putting them? Are we putting Donovan Mitchell? Are the are the Donovan Mitchell is gonna play the same defense as 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 Chris Middleton is in those Bucks series? Uh, no, but he's a better offensive player. He's a better offensive player, and but he's, he's not. He's, and he's not. But what you he's take, you gotta defender. take he's away. And I'm he's only in his fourth year in the league. I'm just saying, man, it, you can't be on a list of. Of the list that Chris is on, and and now put him in that. Also, Bradley feels better, bro. Come on. Hey, bro. Everybody said was better, bro. Bradley Bradley Beals is is even trash in internationally right now. So that's that doesn't matter. It he does doesn't matter. He's not bro. even playing okay, in Japan, bro. Okay, if that's bro. the case, then Luca is the best player in the league, and it's not close. Hey, bro. He's the top ten player. Do you see what I mean? This is an entire argument based on discrediting Giannis, bro. It's not discrediting Giannis, because bro, you cool. literally said it three times, bro. No, I'm just saying if we're gonna keep the same energy for Giannis, I want to keep the same energy for his other player. Oh, I forgot, Damian Lillard. How about you forget Damian Lillard? Damian Lillard is better. I thought okay. you said That's Damian 15. Lillard. Okay. I, no, I forgot. To say yeah, that. but oh, okay, then there we go. But we're taking away Donovan Mitchell, and we're adding. Ingress. We're not taking away Donovan Mitchell. Yes, we are, dude. We're not. Yes, because we are. if you replace Chris Middleton and Donovan Mitchell right now, the Bucks still win a championship, and the Utah Jazz probably don't, don't make the know. playoffs. We don't know. All I do know is that... No, we do know. Chris Middleton Chris is Middleton, not a number one option. We, we Chris do, Middleton is not that, a number one option. We know that. that. When we was, know that. When Giannis was No, no, behind, that's a fact. There's no debating. When that's Giannis a fact. wasn't doing his part, Chris Middleton helped carry that team. If you can occasionally be the number one option on your championship team... You got to get that credit. You, right. just, you do. You, do. you got to move on to the next subject. I, 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 <laughs> I mean, listen, uh, we can just agree to disagree, but like I said, I don't think, I think there was a couple guys we named better. I think Chris Middleton is right after those guys we basically named, which would put him He's as, like, in that realm. He's in the realm. I, I agree with that. And which if you're in that think? realm, saying he's top 15 shouldn't be crazy. He's not 14. He's just 15. He's not anything else. <laughs> he's not 14. He's not 13. He's not 12. He's not 11. He's not 10. But he's definitely, if you're in the realm, I you deserve to be. That's I don't it. Believe, I don't it's, believe, that's it. I don't believe he's better than Trey Young. I don't believe he's better than Jalen Brown. Bro. I don't believe he's better than Bradley. All I know I don't is that. he's better than Zach Levine. All I, I know is Okay, Zach Levine, I agree. He's, I think he's better than. I, I used to think Zach Levine was better, but I think because Zach Levine Listen, is just a, he's basically what I thought. You Dennis can't Parker look at those clutch shots and just but he's shrug it off. You guys are looking at Chris Milton. He's, he's young, but he's not even that young. Like at this point, we know they who came out the same draft, bro. What you are saying? Yeah, I know who he is at this point. Bro. All right, and if I say that Chris Milton is still a top twenty player, is that still discrediting no, Giannis? No, no, no. I don't believe Listen, that. Listen, I didn't say that. That was him. Team. That's all him. I'm just no, no, saying. I I agree that that's definitely important because he said Chris Paul is not better. Than Chris Middleton, I and just I just know that Chris Middleton outplayed Chris Paul listen, in his shining moment. Listen, Chris, when Chris needed to to, listen, to solidify his legacy, who was there to listen, stop bro. him? I can't. Who was there to be better than him? Chris outplayed listen, Chris Paul. That's the reality. The reality is is that Chris Middleton you guys are listening outplayed to Chris Paul. Dead NBA. Listen. What Ordis likes to do is talk in hypotheticals. What actually no happened? What actually happened in reality is that no Chris Middleton outplayed the point guard. You can look at all the accolades. You can look at the history. But if the top five point guard was outplayed by Chris Middleton, it's got to count for something. I got. Uh, I got a question. It's got to count for are something. Are you taking Kyrie Irving over? Um, 
Yo, the fact that you have to think about it makes me. <laughs> bro. I'm sorry, bro. It's literally an agenda. Kyrie Irving, Chris Middleton, bro. I'm just saying, if we're gonna catapult Giannis to top five, God. Yes, it's, why does it keep coming to Giannis when it's about It's got to because we have to keep the same bro, energy. Bro, I'm not asking for explanation. Yes or no? Are you taking? No, I'm not. You're not taking Chris Middleton over Kyrie Irving? No. Okay, there we go. We got like fifteen guys. Do you see? Bro. Do you? I'm not crazy, bro. Every time we talk about Chris Middleton, he has to bring Giannis into the I'm conversation just because this is know. not a conversation about Giannis onto the goal. But you mentioned him first. Middleton. I didn't mention. Did he not bring him up? Listen, I, we have to take him. You were just like my my theory is is he's trying to bring Giannis down. Bro, my you theory literally is, have mentioned him twelve times yeah, in the last three brought, minutes, bro. My, you you keep bringing it up, bro. At the time we talk Listen, about Chris Middleton, if you're carrying, if you're carrying Giannis, and you win a championship, he carried Giannis a couple times this whole playoff run. How can you just pretend that that didn't happen? Do you see right, what I mean? Listen, now, listen, now, now, listen. there's no denying. Stop pretending that he wasn't Kobe a few nights. I didn't. Yo, I, I listen, stop pretending that he wasn't Kobe Bryant for a few nights. All I'm saying right now, he I, was literally Kobe Bryant for a few nights in each series. It wasn't just one series; it was every series. He was Kobe fucking Bryant, and he made the clutch shots. And he's tied for LeBron Listen, for the most clutch okay. shots I'm in the fourth quarter in the last 25 I'm years. I'm what you're saying with this, right? That's like <laughs> saying that's like saying I'm taking Game Six Clay Thompson over every NBA player. Shit, Clay yeah. Thompson is amazing. I mean, I think I, I'm taking Clay Thompson over Chris Middleton. Listen, yeah. if it just happened once, okay, but it happened every series. Hey, Eric. You it know? happened every series, bro. Eric. It didn't just happen once. It happened every you know that series. Two thousand, and he didn't score less than ten points. Between two thousand, he averaged twenty points each series. Can we talk now? Thanks. Um, you know, between two thousand and two thousand ten, right? What up? One of the most clutch players in NBA that, ever, that the general public thought was uh, Kobe Bryant. Do you know who was right behind him on that list? On that list? Yeah. Paul Pierce. Yeah. Is was Paul Pierce? Was he? Ever even top five or top ten? Top five, no. Top ten, maybe like yes. maybe like in two thousand like four. And he's a Hall of Famer, right? Is are we saying that Chris Middleton is on the same level as Paul Pierce? All time, no. But I know what, that, now we're having I'm different conversations. This is my thing with Ortis. He but wants to have a different conversation. He wants to have a different Paul conversation. Pierce was also my thing. Like Chris if we're talking about day. recency, because if that's if all we're that talking matters, about right? recency, if, if we're talking about who made it happen, it was recent. when it mattered. It was like then. you said, if we're going off what you said, if we're talking about who made it happen, what you said, who was available, who Pierce made the points when it mattered, who came out and 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 resurrected Kobe for a few nights, Listen. not just. For one game, yeah. but a couple games throughout I'm the a, entire I'm a, I'm a, series. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Right. I'm gonna just take it as you. You. You're a Chris Middleton super fan. No. Yeah. <laughs> I am not. You are. I am not. Shut up. You are. I just bro. like if Either you're, you're a Chris Middleton super listen, fan or you're Giannis hater, bro. Who Which in the world would have thought that Chris Middleton would outplay Chris Paul? Did anyone think that? I mean, I no one did. I don't, did. Know, I don't, I don't think, think it was, it was out of the realm of possibility. Just if that's not out of the realm of a possibility, why is he not in that conversation? Because Chris Paul, no. because Chris Paul's not a scorer listen, like that. I'm Chris Paul, oh my God. Like See, this is the thing. Wait, we keep going up. into the yo, realm. So, 
I'm literally telling you that I think he's top 20. Top 15, though, I think I'm taking 15 guys over him, bro. He's easily. not 1 through 14, easily. but he could be 15. No, no, no. I wouldn't easily would take 15 guys. I'm just saying, him, if you're saying it wasn't out of the realm of possibility to beat the top five point guard ever, Yo, right. to outplay him, yeah, he's got to be in that combo. A guy whose main it, job bro. is to score points. I know you don't want to hear I don't want Chris Middle to be in top 15. <laughs> I got, listen, I don't even want him to be top 15. But yeah. if you're going to tell me it's bro. it's it. It wasn't out of the possibility. Listen, but we're talking if you're going to tell me that. But we're talking about like 36-year-old Chris Paul that I believe is a top 20 NBA player. But I don't know if he's top 15 either. But you, but you did listen. I listened him because I listen him because I think Chris Paul is probably 16, 17. Okay. And I think Chris, I think like... And I know, obviously, when you, when you, there's a, so, uh, me and Brian were talking about this, too. There's tiers, right? There's superstars, and then we called it the PG tier, because he was, like, at the top of the tier. But that, that tier is literally of guys that you could jumble all around. Like, at any given night, one will be better than the other, but. They're between star and superstar. They're between star and, like, you're just not good enough to be a superstar. a superstar but you're really good and you're a star you just described Chris Middleton and I did yeah. <laughs> Yo, which is why I say I think he's top 20 I just don't know if he's top 15 in my opinion occasionally on any given night so this is my thing and now that you say th- that, that's that's why that's why I don't put because he lacks that consistency. Okay. Because there's be one game where he's literally does Paul George also lack that consistency? No. Yes and no. Wait, no. Yes, but not as much as Chris Middleton. Sometimes he had one bad postseason in a bubble. Listen, Chris jo- Paul George this this postseason right had carried the Clippers to the West Coast One bad game. Every other game was good to great. And Chris Middleton, he had a couple bad. Okay. He did. Listen, he I did. may I may make a lot of jokes about Paul but George it's not being about, pandemic P. It's but about how you finish it. My man finished strong. No homo. <laughs> no, listen. I make a lot of jokes about pandemic P. But that whole bubble situation was completely overblown. Bro. Oh my god, that's bro. completely overblown. Listen, I like PG. I'm I'm not Chris Middleton guys. is nowhere as consistent as Paul. I'm just George. saying if you're describing, and he's the nowhere as good. Saying, if you're describing the players that you're seeing, okay, yes, you know who wouldn't miss those it, shots in the clutch at the free throw line? Chris Middleton. He yeah, did. He did. No, wait, wait, actually, okay, no, he no, did. No, 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 he no. did though. In he game missed, five, he, he missed, missed one, one out of two. He missed one. The okay. same. Th- go. But uh, I'll go back to this. Paul George. He wouldn't miss two though. But going back to the defense argument, Paul George is a better defender than Chris Middleton. That's not arguable. Yes. So it offsets. I think they're Chris, a lot closer I, than you're giving him. I think him and Chris. Well, that's the thing. I have them in the same tier. So when I say, but the thing that's is, my if thing. I'm listening, if we're in the realm, but, yeah, no, him <laughs> saying that he's a top fit, bro. But all I'm you have not to do is be it's in crazy, the realm. But I'm still taking a couple more guys. Over. Okay, okay, off of opinion. But if you're in the realm. Saying that Chris Milton is a top 15 player shouldn't be crazy. And I'm not saying he's 14. He's literally 15. That's his best. If you're in the realm, if we're saying he's in the realm, if you can outplay the point guard in the finals. No, 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 no. Don't throw your hands up like you just won an argument. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I won the argument. Listen, I'm just giving my case. No, 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 just say something. Because <laughs> you have been yelling or before, before, before I can say Before anything. you want to go off, I'll just say this, right? This is, you know what? This is going to be the last thing I say about this. 
At this point, I think me and him, are, or all of us, we're just arguing apples to oranges at this Absolutely. point. Absolutely. Because it's literally, we're jumbling them in the same tier. And he just wants to put them at the front of the tier, which I don't he necessarily can do. Be. He can be. I'm On saying he can. On any given night. But the thing is, he, I don't think he's consistently doing that every single night. And that's why my thing is... I don't think I'd put him above a certain amount of guys that would just do it more consistently. I'm just going to take the guy who won say, the championship. This is guy. the last thing I will say about this because it makes me sick talking about Chris Middleton as it is. <laughs> and I don't want to hear a single response from you two after this. To your argument that he outplayed Chris Paul, I just really want to reiterate. One guy's sole job is to play good defense and score as many points as he can. The other guy's job is to run an entire offense. But you were the one that told me that you just give the ball to Devin Booker and, and tell Chris Paul to when shut When you up. need one shot <laughs> no, to you win scored the game. Points, right? you scored when you 40 need points. one shot to he win. He scored 40 points. Why do you need Chris Paul? I'm sorry, guys. Maybe I'm, I think they have trouble hearing. I said I didn't want to hear a response to this. I haven't spoken a word, bro. Nah, I know you didn't, but clearly some people are still in kindergarten and don't know how to follow directions. Bro, I've been quiet. I've been respectful, but I've been respectful for the most. I think the, anyone who ever listens to this would say that All right, you have but been continue, nothing. Continue, friend. Continue, <laughs> my, my, my very good old friend. Continue. No, I said what I had to say. Okay. Mm. Well, Christian my, my only thing is, is if you're going to talk about players within the tier or within the realm, and you have a player that, in reality, these are facts. These aren't these aren't fairy tales here, my friend. That Chris Ugly Motherfucking Middleton outplayed the point god. You could you could argue at times he was the best player on his team on some nights during the playoffs. You have to just give credit when credit is due. I'm not saying he's 14, 13, 12, 11, 10. But if you say 15, it shouldn't be crazy. Okay. We can end it on I that? think we can move on to the next subject. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought that was a great... 